0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rollcast. This is going to be episode number two of Fallacious Gun Arguments. Uh, Like I mentioned before, um, I am not against guns. I am uh, pro-Second Amendment, (laughs) pro-Constitution, but I am pro-certain controls. Um, And and I have friends that are totally against guns and some that are pro and and i respect everybody's opinion on that and uh my opinion is if we lived in a perfect world where nobody was able to carry anything then you know that's fine with me and and they had and guns happen to be taken away eh, that's okay i can give them up it's not a problem um but the fact of the matter is uh we're gonna go back to this fallacious uh fallacious arguments um So I gave you number one last time, I talked a lot about it. I'm gonna give you number two right now. Number two, I need a gun to protect myself from my corrupt government. Okay, there's a lot of people that are, uh, uh, yeah, throughout history it might be right. Uh, Again, we find ourselves in an argument. Um, The government is uh, certainly corrupt, certainly corrupt. but they do not want you dead. I mean, they don't want to kill you. Uh, they want you alive working for them so you can pay taxes and all these kinds of things uh, and, and spend money you know, because that's the way it works in, in daily life. Uh, you know, you have to buy products and all these kinds of things. So the government wants you alive, of course, uh, especially in the United States. Uh, capitalism is, is all about consuming uh, goods and all these kinds of things. So they definitely want you want you around. As long as they can have you around. If the government won you dead, then your AR-15, Block 19, whatever you carry, uh, would be of absolutely zero assistance to you. Uh, Think about it. We're the United States of America. Our military has the most sophisticated (laughs) weapons and armor in the world. I mean, it's crazy. What? There's simply no civilian weapon that could stand up to... The military. If the military just stood outside your door with the, you know, a fraction of the, the armament they have, you wouldn't even stand a chance. So what's the whole thing about? And it's happened. We've seen it like people trying to, you know, uh, stand up with the police officers and, and all these kinds of things. They don't even stand a chance. I mean, what are you going to do? You have an AR-15 and whatever you have. These people have bazookas, friggin' helicopters, tanks. Uh, there's no chance so but that's one thing uh i mean you could stand in front of m you know m one a two and and fire thousands and thousands of rounds without impairing its function whatsoever um so so yeah that's you know <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's argument number two uh i mean the thing is like back when the when the laws were created you know in in seventeen eighty six uh you Know you, you had the muskets, it, it had a different mechanism, that it took forever, and all these kinds of things. And then the government also had those kinds of weapons, they also had little cannons and stuff like that. So the, the bar was a little bit more more kind of balanced, I would say. Um, now it's just a different ball game. Now, <laughs> now it's you against the tank, you against the missile. So, so yeah, that's argument number two. Argument number three. Well. You know, knives and cars kill people. Do you want to outlaw knives and cars too? Okay. <laughs> Never heard this a lot. Um, okay. Let's, let's, let's just say anything can kill you. You can kill people with anything that you can use. Uh, you can just get a chair. You can just, you know, a pool stick, whatever. Whatever you get. Uh, you know, if somebody's going gonna, gonna to kill you, they're going to use whatever they, they have. Whatever method they have, so yeah, I mean, uh, the 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 difference, the big difference here is that uh, cars and knives and other you know methods of uh, uh, you know other things that have other uses besides killing. When you have a weapon, you go to the shooting range and you know you practice, uh, but it's when it's time to use it, is to hurt somebody. It's it's to kill. It's to end a life. And, and this is why actually we're taught in 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 classes um, if you feel threatened and there's imminent threat in your life that you squeeze a trigger uh, until the threat's there no more, meaning that you have to be mentally prepared to uh, wipe out a threat ending its life basically and and you have to learn to accept it as something that's uh it's not like a movie, you know, you, you have to, you have to live with it. And uh, it's it's mentally shocking to many people that have actually had to be involved in in the gunfire. Uh, I have friends that are in the force and it's something that's hard to deal with. So that's why, you know, I have a lot of respect for the military, the, the, the police officers, and like, you know, all these uh, things about, you know, um, people that, you know, use force, uh, especially you know, give bad name to the police officers and the military, and there's a lot of bad apples out there. Uh, but I mean, we shouldn't judge everybody because of that, anyway. Uh, I'm stood in the tangent, but anyway, uh, so that's this argument number three, I think. Yeah, oh, we'll move to argument number four. Oh, and I heard this a lot. Oh, my god, okay, guns don't kill people people kill people all right it is true um you know guns are not just gonna shoot themselves and start killing people randomly uh but yeah i mean uh, look well it's definitely true that it is unlikely uh you know that a gun would just shoot itself and uh you know, kill somebody, then, you know, it'll eliminate the whole violence issue. But it's actually obvious that people, you know, uh, are the ones behind this whole thing. So, I mean, it's, I, I shouldn't even have to explain it. Uh, I mean, the, the guns are part of the is the essential part of the equation of gun violence, okay? People are gonna kill you with anything they have, but it's so much easier for them to pick up a weapon and from a distance shoot people out. For instance, the guy that had a bunch of weapons in Las Vegas and uh, shot and killed 50 plus people. The biggest, you know, uh, I would say mass shooting in, in the history of the United States. Um, and people forget, but, you know, that's, that was just, you know, as a person, yeah, I mean, are you able to do that? But if you have all these high caliber weapons and all these kinds of things, you're just taking them out like there was mosquitoes. And, um, I mean, uh, they they shouldn't even be an argument about that. uh, Um, let's just move to fallacious argument number five, um. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, and I've th- I heard that from uh, people, uh, from friends, people uh, you know in the NRA, the president himself was saying these things. And uh, I mean, there's some truth to the argument, of course, but it's uh, not everything is black and white. Um, I mean, we don't want to be at the mercy of the bad guy, for sure, like, I wouldn't want that. And that's, you know, the reason why uh, one may have a gun. And, you know, I totally respect that. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's incredibly important to, to be responsible members of our society and trying to handle those kinds of situations. Uh, I have a, uh, I know a lot of people that own guns, but they don't really know how to use them properly. Uh, they, they, this, this, the way they, they carry the weapon or safety-wise is just terrible uh, these are not toys so it's, it's something that you know a gun is a tool that we should respect and, um, and use it properly so if there's a case that this would happen uh, you know still simply owning a gun does not offer you much advantage versus a bad guy with a gun because you know the guys Bad guy with a gun will go in there with a with a certain intention. They'll, they'll already know what they're gonna do, what they're gonna commit. So you have to be ready. Um, and 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 uh, I mean, the bad guy has the, the uh, first mover advantage. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, bad guy with a gun. The the only thing that can stop it is a good guy with a gun. Uh, Yes and no, I mean, I'm, I'm half and half in between this argument, uh, I don't think it's, uh, it's a bad argument to give, um, definitely, but then again, you have to have certain parameters in order for you to own it, you can't just, you know, buy a friggin' arsenal of guns and expect that, you know, you're gonna match against somebody else. Um, I mean, if you're a responsible gun owner, walk into your car, you know, one night, and then, uh, you know, and then there's like a, this a desperate man and he pulls a gun on you and the the man begins telling you, hey, give up your wallet. If you reach for your gun, you would likely be shot immediately. Uh, There's there's simply no time to access your gun sometimes. uh, you know, when, when a gun is, you know, the right train on you. So, so, uh, in the world of guns, uh, he who draws first wins. Basically, that's what it is. But then again, you know, I'm, I'm in between in this one. Um, this, uh, argument number six, let's move on. Um, oh, and I hear this one a lot so gun control doesn't work, Chicago has incredibly strict gun laws, and they have a huge gun violence problem, okay, Chicago, (laughs) so what's around Chicago, okay, people are just making it too simplistic, what's around Chicago, okay, Indiana is next to Chicago, they have, you know, their gun laws, or, you know, it's kind of whatever, you know what I mean, So anybody from Chicago can go to Indiana or any other neighboring state, get a gun, and then bring it back to Chicago. That's why they have the gun problem. You know, it's, uh, I don't know how it is in Chicago, and they're completely out of guns or or what the deal is, but they're going to get it. So using that as an argument to say that guns don't work, uh, that gun law uh, don't work, it is stupid, first of all. Like, you're not thinking outside the box. So please don't use that argument. Um, and, um, so we'll move quickly to fallacious argument number seven. Uh, if you don't know, um, Switzerland. So Switzerland is a country where they have a, uh, kind of like a, 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 uh, what do you call it? A, um, a civil militia, just like the United States. Uh, and there, you know, is somewhat, some people are able to carry guns and all these kinds of things. But it's not as simple as it is. Like, you should make the research before actually talking about it. So, in Switzerland, they're required to own guns and they don't have uh, gun violence, the gun violence problem. Okay. First of all, the United States is a country, and it's a very young country. We don't have the history uh, that many European countries do. Uh, So we're rather young, even though we're a world power and we're number one right now. Now, the Swiss are not required to own guns. That's a common misconception. Still, Switzerland is worth discussing because they're an example of a culture that actually has well-regulated militia. Exploring how Switzerland maintains a gun culture without having excessive gun violence could provide some insight into how Americans could improve our gun culture. Um, okay, first, uh, first uh, it's important to note that uh, it's mandatory to join the military in Switzerland. Many people that own guns here have never set foot, you know, anywhere else in the military or the uniform or anything like that. So you have to be part of the militia. You have to be the military over there. After military training, uh, then you have to complete it you know uh, a non-assault weapon may be purchased from the government by the regulated soldier um, as you might imagine this means that every gun owner in Switzerland has a high degree of gun training and it's taught you know a healthy respect for the gun safety just like Swiss are uh, Swiss citizens are required to undergo a background check for every gun purchase and the Swiss government reserves the right to strip citizens of their guns for criminal offences. Why not? It is also important to note that being required to have a career in the military makes gun ownership a prestigious honor in Switzerland. Versus in America, where owning a gun simply means that have managed to accrue a few hundred dollars. No merit in that, guys swiss gun owners often speak of deep sense of nationalism that comes along with their gun ownership whereas american citizens sometimes speak of needing guns to defend against other americans in switzerland the gun owners speak about using their guns in the event of having to defend their country of an invasion if you don't know switzerland is a very small country that is surrounded by france italy germany and it's never it's not like they're getting they're ever going to have a war with them but that's their whole mentality hey you're going to come over here you're going to mess with my country that's what we're going to do the united states is uh bordered by mexico and canada i don't think canada is going to come over here and mess with us and mexico just you know we're too important uh economic wise for them to come and mess with us plus they don't have the military like i said before we have the biggest military in the world we are the only military, the only country that has ever dropped an atomic bomb in another country. That is ridiculous. But then we're, you know, paranoid about the government trying to... Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, so, Switzerland is the embodiment of the well-regulated militia. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, that's the big difference between the, the Swiss and, and the Americans as, as far as the... Uh, well-regulated militia that is the term that we have to uh, listen to well regulated here we're not regulated we're just a militia or you know it's i don't even think how you can be a militia without even having any military training if you go to israel those people have to go to the the, the, the military service you know as is uh, obligatory here you don't i mean you cannot tap not a problem anyway uh, we're gonna move to argument number eight uh, And this is uh, We're gonna talk about that um, Austrian bastard From World War II. So what about Hitler? He took away all the guns and look what happened there. All right Okay, so this is a myth that uh, the, the uh, actually the opposite was true after World War one Um, stiff gun regulations were placed on on Germany as part of the sanctions for closing the the war. Now, Adolf Hitler Hitler actually losing all the gun regulations when he rose to power in 1938. Um, While it's true that Hitler uh, did ban uh, gun ownership for for Jews, uh, he simultaneously allowed all citizens a hunting license to open carry and lift the regulations of gun and ammo purchases, while sim- simultaneously extending all gun permits to the extended for one year to three years. Hitler's gun control laws were so lax that German citizens under the age of 18 were allowed to apply for guns and were often successful in obtaining them legally. In other words, the citizens of Germany would have offered an armed resistance of their uh, fascist government, but chose not to. You know, they drank the Kool-Aid. So the German citizens were tired of being poor and felt that in line behind Hitler's message of German superiority. Hitler did not support gun prohibition. So, anyway, so that was your boy Hitler uh, being a dick. Anyway, let's move uh, to argument number nine nine uh, that means no in german um well drugs are illegal and yet we we'll still have a drug problem in america what the f- okay this is fucking stupid anyway okay so um the goal of any law is to eliminate crime but you know anyway as we talked about previously, uh, there will always be those who choose to break the law, which is why it is important to have a criminal justice system. But no one would be so, you know, asinine as to suggest that just because some people choose to break the laws, this means that we should give up just entirely into a, on law and order. There will always be people who will seek to obtain illegal guns, illegal drugs, and all these kinds of things. If they're not allowed to obtain them legally, they're gonna try to get them, and they're gonna, you know, there's simply no logical reason to make it this easier on the criminal element of any civilized society. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so drugs and guns. I mean, you can't compare both. It's, it's anyway. It's, so we're moved to argument number ten. Uh, gun prohibition would never work. Mm, okay, with 300 million guns already owned in America, you could never collect them all, I sure as hell wouldn't give mine up, all right, mmm, this is, this is, this is, a, this is a, a little difficult, okay, let me tell you what, uh, what this article says, okay, no one is asking you to give up your gun, and, you know, I sure as hell wouldn't give up mine, but... I mean, I paid for it, paid money for it, and, and you know, I, it, it's my stuff, but anyway. But since people brought it up, prohibition does actually work. Um, and it's worth reading up on Australia. And we know this, but we just choose to not, you know, acknowledge it. Uh, so, what has uh, Australia accomplished after the Port Arthur mass shooting in 1996? they enacted sweeping gun reform, offered amnesty uh, to those with illegal guns, and began gun buyback program. Meaning, you know, if uh, the government wants your gun, they have to buy it from you. So, you know, Uh, and that's happened in other countries. Uh, uh, For example, in Colombia, in Latin America, they have a big gun problem. Because there were a lot of uh, different uh, military groups that were fighting each other, so you have the terrorist group, the guerrillas, against the uh, paramilitars and these two bands hated each other. So the government wanted to some kind of an agreement with the paramilitaries uh, for them to give up their guns. So they gave back their guns, and then and, uh, and, and in exchange, they gave them some, you know, some type of. Um, money agreement or something like that or you know like a pardon type of thing because they're criminals too but anyway going back to australia so um so they offer an amnesty program uh offering fair market value to encourage people to sell their guns back to the government for destruction okay so it's not easy to say that everyone in australia participated in the gun buyback uh, buyback. uh approximately 80 res- uh, percent resisted and kept their guns the same would you know, undoubtedly be true in America, of course. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, it would take decades for the idea of gun prohibition to become a reality. Over time, guns break, people die, and relatives turn over their deceased loved one's guns, and other guns are seized when people break laws, and then there's a surge and seizure, all these type of things. So this is not to suggest that America should follow suit and demand gun prohibition. The point is to acknowledge that there where you know, gun prohibition has been instituted and it has absolutely worked. Uh, it works in Australia and Japan. Japan has some straight gun laws. It's like crazy. You can have it, but you have to be the shit. Like you have to be a freaking marksman for that. Like like Chris Kyle um, to be like, uh, you know, amazing, uh, have like a, a, a certain IQ and, and be, uh, swift with with your gun and, and, and your shooting. Um, so, uh, it is come for people to argue at this point by uh, posting a meme laced with false information by, you know, pointing out the, the exception rule where somebody actually did get their hands on a gun and used it in a country that practices the gun prohibition. Of course, I mean, ugh. criminals are always going to get guns, but if you take them off, you know, anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean it's, 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 it's hard, it's difficult, but I mean gun prohibition works, it, it does work. Uh, but you know, I'm not 100% for it, so I can't really tell you, I'm just giving you the argument of that yeah, it could work. Um, um, and now we move to the next argument, which is uh, argument number 11. So, you can't take away my, my right to own a gun. Uh, it is in the Constitution. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Uh, uh, but once again, it, it's not about gun grabbing. You know, rather an article. This, this, this is about, you know, a, arguments that may not make sense. You have to bring it to today's standards and world. Okay, the second amendment uh, is just that, uh, an amendment. It is an addition to the constitution by the government of Virginia because uh, the slaves outnumber the plantation owners and the Virginians were worried about slave rebellions. Okay, the United States con- Constitution can and will be amended to change what the times just says uh, the 21st Amendment overturned uh, the, uh, the 18th Amendment. And an amendment can be passed that would overturn the Second Amendment. That's, if we were to keep uh, that from happening, responsible gun owners may want to examine what it means to have a well regulated militia and also examine what it means to keep uh, and bear arms. Um, obviously, there is a limit to this right. American citizens are not allowed to own tanks, rocket launchers, or nuclear weapons, for example. Uh, the greatest threat to our constitutional right, rights as gun owners is to continue to allow guns to fall into the hands of irresponsible citizens whose actions reflect poorly on those who believe that owning, guns, uh, owning a gun is a responsibility to be taken seriously? Yeah, idiots shouldn't own them. tell you that. Uh, so, yeah. Let's see, let's see. And uh, I'm going to go to the last argument. And I know this is longer than any podcast that I've ever done. I normally do five-minute ones and that's it. But I'm actually reading off of something and, you know, I'm, I'm expressing my views at the same time. Last one, but not least. Fallacious argument number 12. Okay, you made some great points. But now, it is not time to discuss gun control. It is never the time. It's wrong for you to politicize a tragedy. Come on, folks, really? Politicize a tragedy. Sadly, there's never a time in America where, you know, there's not a mass shooting. Because America averages more than one mass shooting every day. Mass shootings have become so prevalent that they usually don't even make the national news. Unless they involve, you know, 10 or more victims. If we wait until there are no mass shootings to have this discussion, then we will never have it. The time is now for responsible gun owners to stop Regurgitating fallacious arguments and demand common sense gun control laws that protect their gun rights uh, while keeping guns out of the hands of the worst members of our society. While well, it's true that, you know, they will never be able to completely eradicate gun violence, uh, it's, it's a different matter. Uh, it's incumbent to, upon all law abiding gun owners to do everything they can to keep guns out of the hands of uh, street thugs. And the mentally ill. Um, you know, hopefully, this this podcast uh, will help you have uh, more productive gun discussions with with people um, from both sides, uh, if they are against it or or, or you know they're pro. Uh, like I said, you know, I'm pro, so I'm all for having uh, laws that allow responsible people to carry guns um and if you're against it then you know you may have your reasons i can't force you to believe what i what other people believe so i respect that um but yeah uh, anyway um you know i had to uh I, I, you know, like I said, I never get political, but I had to just make this podcast for for everybody because uh, I'm saddened of uh, everyday living in a society where um, I feel that I'll be afraid to, when I have kids, uh, if I have my kids, um, to have them go to school and then uh, drop him off and maybe not see him again and it's because somebody that wasn't apt for it was able to get his hands in a gun that you know otherwise if we had good laws for it to be able to to own a gun or or have access to it it wouldn't have ever happened so To me, a gun is a tool that is a a very powerful tool of defense that not everybody should be able to carry. And uh, if I believe you have, uh, you know, common sense and you really want to have a gun, um, if you really want to have a gun, then you should be able to, to, I guess, pass a test and... um, you should be able to uh, fill certain criteria. If you're an idiot, then you shouldn't. Uh, Don't get me wrong. If you're an idiot, then you shouldn't. If you have any kind of mental problems, then you shouldn't. If you have anger problems, you shouldn't. Um, And this is not just gonna end the whole gun problem, but it's definitely gonna minimize it. So think about it. Think about it if you own them. Think about it if you don't wanna own them. Things, we don't think about things unless they happen to us. Once it happens to you, then it's going to be too late. This, um, all these arguments, uh, were posted by a, uh, uh, the author of of these is, uh, called the Independent Thinker. Um, he is in a website called WordPress, um, and uh his handle is let me see the independent thinker 2016 so if you want to read more of his stuff this is very interesting uh i really like this this um this article of his i don't read much i mean i like to listen to audiobooks and I, re- I read a lot of history books and things like that but this was something that caught my attention and had me the whole time so thank you so much for listening to to the podcast and uh Be blessed and have an amazing rest of the day.